Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. John stared moodily into his glass at the end of the long bar. John Trent! The voice that called his name startled him. No one knew him in Cheyenne. He had only registered at the hotel a few minutes before. He turned and saw a young cowboy standing near the door. You called me? Yes, I called you. I'm afraid I don't know you. The name is Halliday. Bill Halliday. Steve Halliday's son. I don't know any Hallidays. Don't lie, Trent. You murdered my father. You're making a mistake. There's no mistake. I'm going to kill you. Go for your gun. Oh! John stared, unbelieving, as the boy crumpled and fell to the floor. He holstered his gun and fingered the hole in the sleeve of his shirt. He was unhurt. But the boy, this boy he had never seen before, was dead. (laughs) 
Two days later, after a jury had decided the shooting was in self-defense, John Trent sat beside the sheriff's desk, his elbows on his knees, his head buried in his hands. What's the matter, John? Jury's cleared you. You're free to go. It's awful. You were in the army. You must have shot men during the war. This was no different. Case of kill or be killed. He was so young, Sheriff. You can't blame yourself. If I hadn't drawn, if I hadn't fired... I... You'd be dead. I almost wish I were. What am I, a drifting cowhand? That boy had... Him... The whole story didn't come out at your hearing. i better tell it to you. I wish you would. And the boy's father, Steve Halliday, owned a ranch in the Big Bear Valley. Came down here about two weeks ago to hire some men. Got into a poker game. It was a fight. This other man, this other John Trent, killed him. And a jury cleared him just as they cleared me. No. I'm not sure that they would have. He started the fight, and he's a professional gambler and gunman. But he hightailed it out of town before I could arrest him. I sent word of what had happened to the Halliday Ranch, and young Bill showed up about a week ago. He's been hanging around ever since. Looking for Trent? Yes. Though I told him there wasn't much chance of his coming back here. Why did he think I was the man? Well, Trent had been described to him. Tall, husky, black hair, brown eyes, usually dressed like a cowhand. Young Bill saw you come into the hotel. He took a look at the register after you left. He followed you. He didn't give you a chance to do anything but shoot. Is there... Is there any family? Mother? No. Steve's wife died quite a few years ago. He had a daughter, though. Her name's Carol. I've written her. And she'll be coming here? I don't know. As an old friend of the family, I told her I'd taken care of everything. But, uh, well, there's trouble in the Big Bear Valley. She might not be able to get away. What sort of trouble? Between the Dexter outfit and the smaller ranchers. If Dexter could buy the Halliday Ranch, he'd control the water rights to the whole valley. He could name his own price for the other spreads. But Halliday refused to sell. Yeah. Steve was a fighter. So was his son. A hair-brained kid. Nothing yellow about him. And I grant you that. Where's the valley? Why do you ask? There might be something I could do there to... Make up for what I've already done. Tonto, the faithful companion of the Lone Ranger, was in Cheyenne on the day young Bill Halliday was shot. And it was he who carried the sheriff's message back to Big Bear Valley. A few days after he delivered it, he left the Lone Ranger's camp in the hills and rode into Centerville, the county seat and the only town in the valley. He returned shortly after dark with supplies and news. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. Oh, easy, Hey, what you think? John Trent come to Centerville. The man who shot old Steve Halliday? Well, it's up to us to get him back to Cheyenne for trial. Oh, not that John Trent, Kimasabi. Other feller, same name. The one young Bill thought was his father's murderer? Ah. What's he doing in Big Bear Valley? Oh, him ask way to Halliday Ranch. But him not go there. Me follow him out of town. He make camp in woods near Crick. I'd like to have a talk with him, Tonto. That easy. Me show you where camp is. The Lone Ranger and Tonto dismounted at the edge of the woods. 
They could see a small campfire through the trees and made their way toward it. Soon they could see a cowboy sitting beside the fire. A horse whinnied, but the cowboy didn't raise his head. The Lone Ranger and Tonto stepped into the clearing. Masked man and an Indian. I wouldn't go for that gun. You picked the wrong man if you're after money. This isn't a holdup. You're John Trent, aren't you? How did you know that? Well, me see you in Cheyenne. Well, what about it? We'd like to know why you're here. I happen to be looking for work. Why here? They say they need hands in the Halliday Ranch. Do you think they'd hire a man named Trent? I didn't plan to use my own name. But why look for work at the Halliday Ranch? I don't suppose an owl hoot like you could understand. What happened in Cheyenne did something to me. There's a girl, they say, left all alone. If there were anything I could do to help her, well, might help me. I can't explain to someone like you. You've done well enough. But I can tell you how to help Carol Halliday a better way than by going to work for her. How's that? Go to work for Dexter. Dexter? He's her enemy. At least you know that. What else do you know about the situation in the valley? Just that Dexter's trying to get hold of the Halliday Ranch and its water rights so he can freeze out all the small ranchers. That sums it up fairly well. But the situation is a little better than it was. Sam Garrett has taken over the leadership of the small ranchers since Steve Halliday's death. And he's managed to persuade them they must all fight together. It's a strange thing to me they should have taken you into their confidence. Sam happens to be an old friend from Dodge City days. And he's hired your gun? Oh, you might put it that way. Well, why are you suggesting that I hire mine to Dexter? I'm not. Consider this, though. The ranches are miles apart. If Dexter were to attack the Halliday Ranch, help might arrive too late. Unless Carol's friends were warned in advance. Unless they knew what Dexter was planning. You want me to take a job with him to get that information? And pass it on. To Sam Garrett? It would be dangerous for you to go to the Garrett Ranch. We'll show you where our camp is tonight in the hills above the Dexter Range. Come to us. We'll see the small ranchers are warned. There's only one thing. Will Dexter give me a job? The name of Trent should be a recommendation with him. Yeah. Uh, Kimasabe. What, Tonto? This feller looked like other John Trent. Dexter give him job plenty quick to man wanted by law. That's a good idea. I don't get it. Tonto's suggesting that you assume the other John Trent's identity. Well, maybe Dexter knows him. No, me not think so. Him come from south. Tonto remember him in El Paso. Yeah. Wanted by the law. That should qualify me as a hired gunman who won't stop at anything. The following morning, Dexter's foreman walked into the rancher's office with John at his heels. Boss, I want you to meet a new hand. Who gave you the authority to hire anyone? He isn't hired yet, but he will be. Name's John Trent. What's that? Which John Trent? I don't know what you mean. thought you might have heard of me. He's the first one, boss. He doesn't know what happened after he left Cheyenne. I see. Well, Trent, what do you want? I figure I did you a favor. I'd like you to return it. Yeah? Oh. By giving me a place to sleep and a job until they forget about John Trent down in Laramie County. You'd have to earn your keep. Well, I'm not much of a hand with cattle, but if you have any other chores... We got plenty of them. Is he hired, boss? He's hired. Get him something to eat and explain the work.
From the ridge to the north of the Dexter Ranch, the Lone Ranger and Tonto watched John Trent working with Dexter's hands during the next two days. They returned to their camp each night, and on the second night, as they were preparing to roll into their blankets, Silver whinnied. The masked man and the Indian slipped out of the circle of light surrounding their campfire, their guns ready. But there was no need for them. It was John who had come to report. Hello, John. Howdy. What's happened? Nothing yet, but they're making their plans. It's to be the Halliday Ranch. They're going to burn it to the ground and run off the cattle. They hope to wipe out everybody so there won't be any witnesses. When? When's it going to be? They haven't decided. I'll let you know as soon as I find out. Did anyone see you leaving the ranch tonight? I don't think so. I waited until everybody in the bunkhouse was asleep. I'd better be getting back. Yes, good work. So far, so good. Easy. I'll be seeing you. Adios. Yeah. John turned his horse into the corral and crept silently into the dark bunkhouse. A few minutes later, the door opened, and a man carrying a lantern came in. It was the foreman. John pretended to be asleep, but the foreman walked straight to his bunk. Come on, Trent. Uh, Put on your boots. Uh, what's the matter? What's up? The boss wants to see you. Uh, it isn't morning yet, is it? Not quite. Hurry up. The foreman marched John into Dexter's office. The rancher was shuffling a deck of cards and smiled as he saw them. Where have you been, Trent? The bunkhouse. I've been sleeping. I'll give you another chance. Where have you been? Oh, you mean earlier. I went for a little ride. It wasn't much earlier, and it was more than a little ride. His horse was sweating. I went up the hill trail away. Cayuse was fighting for his head on the way back, so I let him run. Fred, I don't like anybody leaving the place without telling me. I'm sorry. Is that all? No, no. You're uh, quite a gambler, aren't you? I've been known to gamble. Yeah. Let's see you riffle these cards. Shuffle them? Yeah. I've been trying to do it the way you experts do. I'd like you to give me a lesson. All right. Ah. My hand slipped. Uh-huh, I noticed. Get the other ombre in here. Yeah. Come on in. At last. Riffle these cards, mister. A pleasure. settles it. Now we have you two straightened out. John Trent, meet John Trent. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue. For a moment after Dexter had performed his introduction, John stared at the man who had killed old Steve Halliday. The gambler smiled, but Dexter's eyes were angry as he pounded the table. All right, cowboy. I want some straight answers. Why did you lie to me? I didn't lie to you. My name is Trent. The law isn't looking for you in Laramie County. I didn't exactly say they were. Exactly? Who cares about exactly? Find out where he went tonight, boss. That's the important thing. I told you the truth. I went for a ride. Where? Up the hill trail. Straight to Garrett's. That's where he went. You shut up. May I say something? Sure, Trent. Go ahead. Lucky thing for us, you showed up tonight. Well, if you realize that, maybe I don't have to say anything. The cowboy tried to pull a fast deal. That proves he's up to no good. I'll say get rid of him right away. Well, we'll make him talk first. Not me, mister. No, get his gun, Joe. Got it. All right, now tie him up and take him out to the storeroom. We'll make him talk. The following day, the Lone Ranger watched the Dexter range and ranch through his field glasses once more. There was the usual activity down below, but no sign of John. I don't know what to make of it, Tonto. Uh, maybe him going to town, Kimisabi. His horse is in the corral. Oh, wait a minute. What matter? Someone coming out of the ranch house with Dexter. Looks like him. Looks like him, but... What matter? It isn't, Tonto. Here, you take a look. Uh-huh. Well? Well, that gambler who shoots Steve Halliday. The other John Trent shown up here. That right. Makes it bad for our friend. I'm afraid. We must find him. There's no chance now. We'll go after him as soon as it's dark. At sundown, the sky clouded over and the wind rose. The rain held off, but there was an occasional lightning flash and its answering thunder. The Lone Ranger and Tonto rode down the hill trail and across the rangeland to a grove not far from the ranch building. There they left Silver and Scout and continued on foot. It was pitch dark except for the occasional lightning. Each time it flashed, the two men crouched low. One of the flashes caught them as they rounded the corner of the storehouse. Down, Tonto. There are plenty of men around bunkhouse and corral. This could be the night. They're getting ready to ride. Kimasabi, yes. you want me to go to Garrett Ranch? Wait. Did you hear that? Uh, me here. Inside this building, a man in pain. Door around corner. You try get in, lightning flash. Men see you from corral. We must take the chance. When he reached the corner of the building, the Lone Ranger followed the wall with his hand until it touched the door latch. He lifted it. The door swung open. A bolt of lightning streaked the sky. Quick, Tonto, inside. Uh, it didn't see us, no. This way. I'll let a match. John! The masked man. You've had a rough time. I'm all right. Me cut ropes. Just bad luck. The gambler showed up with the same story I used. He'd done one job for Dexter. He'd like to do some more in return for his protection. There. Thanks, Tonto. Can you stand? Yeah. Yeah, we'll take it easy. It's not much time. He decided I must have warned somebody last night. They're riding tonight. The holiday ranch? Yeah. All right, let's go. Oh, better wait for thunder before you open door. Lightning flash? Not come close together yet. They're one two-minute tween. There. Come on.
As they reached the grove, they heard Dexter's angry voice shouting at his men. You may have found out you're gone. I think he was going to finish me off before they started. Otto, you and John can ride double as far as Sam Garrett's. Uh, and where you go? To warn Carol Halliday. Easy, steady, big fella. Easy now. Get him up, scout! My mask frighten you? It's all right. I know who you are. Sam told me all about you. What's wrong? Dexter and his crew will be here before long. They mean to burn you out. You won't be able to protect both this building and the bunkhouse. Which shall it be? This one. We need a new bunkhouse. And get your men over here. Does Sam know? By now he does. He'd be getting word to the other ranchers. I'll use the dinner bell to call them in. As the dinner bell clanged, the cowhands poured out of the bunkhouse. Carol told them they were in for a fight, and the Lone Ranger organized the defense. In five minutes, the ranch house windows bristled with rifle barrels. Half an hour passed, and then a flash of lightning. And the men on the east side of the house sang out. Here they come, the army permits. They're in range, men. Fire at will. The concentrated fire of the Halliday cowhands kept Dexter's men away from the house. But a few minutes later, the bunkhouse burst into flames. The sheds followed it. The ranch house comes next. Keep them back. Now a single rider, keeping low in the saddle and carrying a burning brand, raced toward the house. He was stopped less than a hundred feet away. Dexter changed his tactics. There were half a dozen men in the next charge. Four of them were dropped from the saddle, but two of them arched their torches into the air, and the defenders of the ranch house heard them fall on the roof. Then Dexter's men withdrew, out of the glare cast by the burning buildings. There were no more targets for the defenders, and the night was quiet except for the occasional roll of thunder. In the silence, the men in the house could hear a faint and ominous crackling. The roof was taking fire. There's no way to stop it in here. No. It's a new roof, green lumber. It won't burn easily. But the walls are seasoned timber. When they catch, it won't take long. Sam and the others should be on their way by now. If the fire drives us out into the open, that's all, isn't it? They're waiting out there. And there's nothing to do. Nothing. Except to hope and pray. I... Yes. One can pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. It's raining. Rain? Miss Carol, it's raining. Rain, it's coming up faster, faster. Rain, it's rain from heaven. It's going to be rain. a cloudburst. Rain, Miss Carol, rain. Glory, hallelujah.
skies above the ranch house seemed to open. For 15 minutes, it was a deluge. The fire on the roof was blanketed, and even the flames rising from the bunkhouse and the sheds were quenched. Then, just as suddenly as it had begun, the rain stopped and the clouds rolled by. A full moon silvered the countryside. But the end of the storm meant a new beginning for the battle. Dexter and his men circled the house, shooting as they rode. This was evidently still to be a fight to the finish. But the finish was not of Dexter's choosing. A bullet from the Lone Ranger's gun dropped him from his saddle, badly wounded. And at almost the same moment, Garrett's band of ranchers swept over the rise to the east of the ranch house. The Halliday crew cheered their relief. And with Dexter's men thoroughly disorganized, they ran from the house to complete the final roundup. As the Lone Ranger and Carol watched it from the porch of the ranch house, Tonto rode up. get away, Tonto. No, Kimosami. Garrett say not one man escape. I don't see John Trent. A gambler feller, him caught. Them take him to Cheyenne, turn him over to sheriff. Yes, to be tried for murder. I was thinking about the other John Trent, the cowboy. I don't understand. The men who killed my father and my brother are here. Gambler caught here. He should hang. He probably will. The other one, too. The law set him free. But it shouldn't have. Thou shalt not kill. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. In such a case? I think you'll forgive the cowboy when you've heard his story. You'll forgive him, and you'll ask to shake his hand. Carol had no opportunity to shake the cowboy's hand. He rode out of Big Bear Valley that same night, and a week later he was in Cheyenne. There he stayed until the other John Trent had been brought in, tried, and convicted. Then he prepared to hit the trail once more, but before he left town, he went up to the cemetery on the hill and found the two Halliday headstones. He took off his hat and bowed his head. When he turned to go, he saw a girl standing only a few feet away. Did you know my brother? Why? I met him once, miss. Will you help me with these flowers? Yes, miss. Just hold them. Thank you. My brother and my father would be glad to know how peaceful everything is in our valley now. I heard you had some trouble. It's all over. And we'd like to have you back with us, John. What? You are John Trent, aren't you? Miss Carol, I'm sorry. I know. The masked man told me all about you. And he said that when I heard your story, I'd forgive you and ask to shake your hand. Oh, you couldn't. But I am. Please, John. Miss Carol. There. And please come back to the valley. It's where you belong. The Lone Ranger said so. The Lone Ranger? Didn't you know? The masked man. Your friend and mine. With such a friend, we must be friends, too. I... I'd like to come back, Miss Carroll. It's settled, John.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. <laughs>